Here we go. Once again, welcome to the Sports Section Morning Show, episode 11 on Monday, July 20, just July 24th, July 24th. Let's jump right into it. We got them beautiful, I say beautiful, beautiful Oilers uniforms that dropped last night around eight o'clock. We were recording the Exit One show when they dropped. Man, they look amazing. They look amazing. Let me go. Let me take a look at them real quick. So I don't know about y'all, but I went to the to the Titan shop. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop putting shit in the cart, man. I'm telling you, I could not stop. They got so much good merch on there, and this ain't an ad or nothing. I don't. I don't have no affiliation with them, but they got so much good shit on there, man. I can't wait to cash them out. Houston fans, of course, are still pissed. I don't understand why. You know, like John McClain made a good point. He said, you know, when the Titans moved up to Nashville. They wore the uniforms for the first two years as the, the Tennessee Oilers. Houston fans didn't care then. They, after they got the new stadium and whatnot, they, you know, got new uniforms. They still got that Columbia blue that the Oilers have in the, in the, in the damn jerseys. Texans fans weren't mad about that. Well, there wasn't no Texans fans then, but Houston, Houstonians were not mad about that. Now, lo and behold, they're pissed. I don't, and I'm not understanding why. I guess they're saying because you know. Well, I can't even understand why they're mad about it. You know, you should have kept, you should have paid up when Bud was wanting a new stadium instead of kept keep trying to have him play in the damn Astrodome. That's just that's just what it is. You know, it's just it's just a matter of it's just a matter of motherfuckers being being jealous that they don't have throwback uniforms because they don't have no history. That's what it is. That's what it is. Houston fans mad. They ain't got no history. Their history is uh fucking David, uh David Carr, one of the Carr brothers. You know that's that's their history, and that's the problem with them. Let's get into it. Training camp starts this week. I know the first open practice is Saturday. I and TFTV do plan on being there for the first open practice of training camp. Try and get y'all some footage and content, sort of behind the scenes look of uh, being at practice and and whatnot. But I think the actual training camp starts. Here on, let me see what the, the date is. Also, by the way, I thought it was interesting. You couldn't buy a DeAndre Hopkins jersey. At least I tried. And you it doesn't give you the option to get a 10 Hopkins jersey unless you customized it yourself. So that was interesting, too. But when is this damn start date? July 26th is when it starts. So we got two more days. Starts on Wednesday. And TATV will be doing a roster breakdown and a prediction to sort of predict a 53-man 50, roster. Of course, we got an extra quarterback now. Well, it's it's there for an extra quarterback. But we'll be doing a breakdown of who we think will make the roster and who we think won't. We'll go position group by position group and try and give a prediction to see who, who will probably end up making the cut. So be on the lookout for that later this week. And once again, make sure you all subscribe to TFTV Sports on YouTube. Subscribe to TFTV Sports on Twitch. It's the best way to support us. Give us a follow on all our platforms. Social media platforms, X, the new, the new Twitter. Make sure y'all follow us on X at TFTV Sports and Instagram and threads, TFTV.sports, TikTok, TFTV Sports. All right. So yeah, once again, we'll 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 do that. We'll do that breakdown later on in the week for maybe and we'll try and maybe get it out before before training camp starts. But if not, it'll be probably Thursday or Friday. Also, TFTV, and I'm trying to get these announcements out of the way. That way I ain't got to say the shit at the end. TFTV will be doing a live watch along of the Errol Spence and Bud Crawford fight this Saturday. So it's going to be really, really good time. 
It's going to be in the new studio we've built. And, man, we're going to have a hell of a time up there. So predictions for that. Me personally, and y'all let me know in the comments, in the chat, what you, who y'all think will win between Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. But me personally, I'm not saying, man, I'm not saying Bud is going to whoop his ass, but I think Bud is going to work him. Honestly, this man, Errol, like Trell said in the, in the show last night, this man, this man, Errol Spence, bro, this man got an S curl. You ain't winning no fight with no damn S curl. Come on now. Bud coming there with a low fade, finna work your ass. Chat saying Spence by decision. Ain't no fucking way. Well, it might, it, it is a it is a way. I ain't gonna lie. Let me look up the betting odds for Spence and Crawford. I bet you, I wonder who's favorite. If you think Spence is winning by decision, put put your money on it. Errol Spence plus 150, Bud Crawford minus 146 on the money line. Yeah, if you get you might win some money if you get Spence by decision on the on the uh with the bets. You might you might be able to make some money. Make your money back from when you bet on Ryan Garcia against Tank. I don't know why you did that. Not on the decision. You're you gonna come up if you go on the decision. You might shit, you might not be working no more. <laughs> nah, it ain't like that. I don't see I don't see Spence doing like, you know, it's gonna be they both real technical, so it's gonna be an interesting Battle, it might start off a little stale, but once it opens up, I think Bud is going to work his ass. I really do. And once again, we'll be live streaming that on Saturday. So make sure y'all call in 931-603-1476. I remembered the number. I remembered the number for once. 931-603-1476. Let me make sure it's the right one because it just came out too easy. Pause. 603-1476. I got it. Man, it's going to be a good day. Y'all call in. Let me know what y'all think about the Bud Crawford, Errol Spence. Who y'all think is going to win that fight? Y'all let me know. And, of course, it'll be for Spence's WBC, IBF, and WBA welterweight title and Crawford's WBO welterweight title. So they've got a chance to unify these belts. It's going to be a good fight. But I think Bud Crawford is going to get the win, honestly. I really do. All right. On to Christian Pulisic. Christian Pulisic, he had a really good, uh, really good match against Real Madrid in a preseason friendly. He got an assist. Granted, he was playing off the left. That's the that's the dilemma with him at AC Milan is, and this that's assuming they have Leal on the left. I feel like Ricky Bobby there. I ain't know what to do with my hands. They can't play him on the. I mean, they can play him on the left, but if they play him on the left wing, that means Rafa or that means Leal would be down the middle, and he hasn't really played down the middle that much for Milan. He's best used on the left. So that ends up with Pulisic sort of being asked out of his position that he's played the most senior football at so far, which has been a left wing. But I guess one of the contingencies of him signing there at Milan, I'm assuming, and this is according to reports that came out around the time of his signing, is that they will be playing him in a 10 roll, sort of right behind the striker. So with that, that could allow Christian Pulisic to be a lot more, a lot more creative. He could drop in the midfield a little if he wants, and it'll give him opportunity to be able to run at these center backs and run at these defensive midfielders and use his pace. And what he's what he's best at is running at guys and trying to create off that. So in my opinion, it looks like they'll probably have Leal on the left, Pulisic in the ten. Uh, I'm not sure who they'll have in the on the right wing. It's possible they'll have Weah out there. I think they signed Weah. Or did Weah go to Juve? Where did where did Tim Weah go? I'm pretty sure he went to U, Juve. Yeah, he's playing for Juve. So I'm not entirely sure who they'd have on the right. 
out there. They'll have some random Italian like Bonaventura or some shit. But Giroud would probably be down the middle playing as the nine. And Giroud's really good with with his link up. He, of course, he's former Arsenal striker. But he's really good with having these young, not young, but the smaller, diminutive, faster playmakers behind him that are able to play off of him because Drew's really good with flicks, laying the ball off, holding the ball up for those creative guys to come around him and play off him, either running behind or just play like little one-twos, which would be really good for Pulisic. I'm really excited to see what he does in the 10 role. And obviously he got an assist against Real Madrid. Granted, it was on a corner, but it was a good delivery. And if he's already taking corners at Milan, that's a really good sign. Really good sign that he's in favor with the manager already. And the team sees him as one of the best dead ball, dead ball operators they have on in the squad. So that's another way he'll be able to pad his assists and such is being on those, being on the spot kicks. He's not going to take penalties, but you know, being on the corners, you could you could really flex up your penalty, your uh, your assist in that manner. So shout out to the viewers we got in here. Make sure y'all join the chat. Chat with us in here. Uh, y'all call in 931-603-1476. If y'all have anything to talk about Titans-wise, Errol Spence fight, uh, Christian Pulisic, and we got, we're got we going to talk about this Mbappe bit in a little bit. It might be a short-term show because we really hit on a lot uh, Friday, and it ain't, it's really been a slow a slow point in sports. We'll talk about Brian Harmon. I think his name is Brian Harmon, uh, the winner of the, champions, the Open Championship out at Royal Liverpool over the weekend. But back to Pulisic, I don't, you know... And it's an important, it's an important year. There's a Cup of America coming up next year. So he's got to have these minutes. He's got to log these minutes and really takes that, take that next step as a player because he's, I think he's 24 years old. He's coming into his prime. And he hasn't played many minutes in the last over the last couple of years. He played a little bit under under Lampard. Tucho had him playing wing back when he was at Chelsea, and then he didn't really play under uh under Lampard. When he came back, because he was, you know, injured and such. But this is an important point in Christian Post's career, and could really, you know, shape his legacy for lack of a better word. Because you know, he he came in with all the hype, went straight to Europe, played for Dortmund, did okay there, had a big money move to Chelsea, and then just faltered there. But that's not necessarily on him, because a lot of young talent has went and faltered at Chelsea. You got your your Kevin De Bruyne is he's one of the best players in the world. He faltered at Chelsea when he was young. Mo Salah, one of the best players in the world on his day when he went to Chelsea. I mean, the list the list literally goes on. Tomori and AC Milan, he's from Chelsea. I mean, it's just Tammy Abraham. He was banging in goals for Roma. The list goes on for youngsters at Chelsea. Jamal Musiala at Bayern Munich, teenager. He couldn't break it at Chelsea. They didn't really give him the opportunity, but he's still in that same cloth of your De Bruyne's and your Salah's and... You know, it remains to be seen if we could throw Pulisic in that list for players that are that were really highly sought after and players that were really deemed as, you know, wonder kids, for lack of a better word, that just couldn't cut it at Chelsea for one reason or another. Whether that's, you know, Chelsea really hasn't ever been a club that's identified with playing, you know, free-flowing, attacking football, more so like an Arsenal or... You know, I can't even say Manchester City, but that's changed. Pep is bringing that back a little bit. But like your Arsenal's, your Barcelona's playing free flowing, attacking football. Chelsea hasn't really identified with that as a club over the last. And that, and that goes back to Mourinho. 
And that's just not something that they've prioritized as a club. They've prioritized winning trophies and such, and that's it's worked for them. They've won. I mean, it, it's debatable if you would say that they've won as much as they should with how much money was invested into the squad over the years with Abramovich. But they just don't identify with playing free-flowing attacking football. Bringing back Pochettino is a, an ode to that to try and get back to that. But in the past, they have not. That just hasn't been them. So that's another reason why a lot of these young attacking players have not succeeded there. But I do see, I do see Christian Pulisic succeeding in an Italian league that's not, not as strong as the Premier League. It's still a really good league, don't get me wrong. But it's just a more defensive league, and there's not nearly as much talent widespread as it is in the Premier League. And it's a little bit slower, the, the style of play is and such. Also says you took Captain America from him because of his stint with Chelsea. I think it's looking like it was more Chelsea than him. That's a good point, you know. And well, he he took the Captain America thing from himself because Chelsea was trying to deem trying to double him as that, and he didn't want to he didn't want to go along with the shenanigans. I guess that's why they want Balligan because Balligan's all for that shit. But you know, he's still Sergeant America. Uh, Balligan's Captain America, of course. But I do think that he'll improve. Once he leaves Chelsea, I mean, a lot of players do more times than not. When they leave Chelsea, they approve, especially improve, especially attacking players. I mean, that's not at this point. It's it's not a coincidence. You know what I mean? But yeah, he ain't. He's got a he's got a little ways to go before he can be dubbed Captain America again. I, I'll be honest with you. But that'll bring me to we'll talk about ball again too. Arsenal got packed by Manchester United in a friendly on Saturday at MetLife Stadium up in New Jersey in East Rutherford. And, you know, really, I ain't even going to say they got packed. I'm just trying to be funny. But they played, Arsenal played decent. You know, they controlled the ball. They controlled the game. United got got away on a couple transitions, a couple balls over the top. Gabriel, the bozo Gabriel, he's got that bozo gene in him, man. He's always, he's good for a, a fuck up or two every couple games. You know, he's been a solid defender. Don't get me wrong. Gabriel Magalaj, I can't even pronounce his name. Fam. It's like some some Portuguese Brazilian shit that my tongue don't roll that way. But Gabriel, they, 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 they kick a ball over the top to him. <laughs> he does some shit. I would do. He fucking swings his left leg at it, trying to kick it and misses the ball completely. And then they go on a break and they score. So that was one fuck up that they had. That was a direct contribution to a goal. And then Ramsdale let him, let him get beat on the, on the near post. Ramsdale had to screw up which is unlike Ramsdale. I, I expect that from Gabriel every couple of games. But Ramsdale, he don't really have a mistake in him like, like uh, Gabriel does. And that was where that second goal comes from. Good finish by Bruno. And then I forget who got the, the second goal. Who got the second goal? Was it Sancho? Sancho. Yeah. Jaden Sancho. Sancho and Bruno Fernandez with the goals in the match in the first half. But, you know, and it, it was interesting because Arteta started he started uh, Declan Rice in the six and Havertz, who was, I don't think he should be a midfielder, but he started him as a midfielder and had him playing deep in that left eight, Odegaard on the right eight, and Timber was in playing right back. Other than that, it was Saliba, uh, Gabriel, and Tomiyasu at left back. And then up front, we had a... Jesus didn't start. It was... Nketiah played down the middle. Saka started on the right, and on the left, I want to say it was Martinelli. I want to say it was Martinelli on the left. But 
and you know, ultimately, they controlled Arsenal controlled the game, but they just weren't progressive enough with their passes. And you know, Arsenal are a lot of times Arsenal are able to create create some like pseudo transitions. When I say pseudo, pseudo is not really the word, but they're they're able to manufacture transitions when they're getting pressed high and they just play through the press. They did that to a decent, you know. Well, actually, Man United didn't give them a chance to do that because Man United wasn't pressing high. They sort of sat back in a mid block and just allowed Arsenal to pass the ball along their back line, which is what Arsenal did. But there was no incision in any of that passing. So, yeah, Arsenal controlled the game and they had a lot of possession, but they didn't do anything with the possession because there was no incision with moving the ball forward. Declan Rice, you know, he it wasn't his best performance, but with Arsenal fans, you know, Arsenal fans, of course, were in a fucking panic after losing a, a United in a friendly. It's not that big of a deal. One, it's a friendly. Two, the midfield that Arteta threw out there had never played together at all, but beyond training. Havertz, Odegaard, and Declan Rice, that's going to take some time to jail. You know, that's going to take some time to jail. And Arteta alluded to that in his press conference after the fact, saying it's going to be a lot better when them guys, and he was exaggerating a bit, He's saying when when they have 55 games under their belt together as a midfield, when Odegaard, Havertz, and Rice, which I don't agree with. I don't want Havertz in the midfield. I'd rather him playing up top. But he has a point with there's not a there's not a synergy between those three of how to how to create solutions for themselves when they're getting pressed and whatnot. So that's gonna come with time. But it's just a matter, it's just a matter of getting some continuity. It took Parte a year to learn that six role that Arteta demands and the pivot. It's just a complicated role because you're the fulcrum of the whole team. You're you're the extra man in the buildup. You're the extra man in when you're going through the trying to work through their mid block, and you're a circulator in the final third. So first, second phase, you're the main man, and then when you get to the third phase, you're a circulator. So Rice just has to get used to that. It took part to, like I said, it took Partey a year to really fine tune that. But I wish Arteta would have played them together in the friendly because I think that's really what our midfield is going to look like unless we've signed another another midfielder. But I don't see we might they saying we might sign Kudas from Ajax, but I'm just not seeing that. But it's it just takes time. It just takes time to understand Arteta's system one, and beyond understanding it, being able to apply it on the pitch when you're facing a good team like United. Shout out to Heflin, man. What's going on? He said, what's good, my guy? Tuning in at the end of this damn third shift. I hear you. I hear you. How you been, man? Appreciate you joining. But, you know, it just it just takes time with Arsenal. They're supposed to play Barcelona here on... What day do they play Barcelona? I know Barcelona has... They're fighting a, a gastroencitis uh, bout with the whole squad. The whole club had it. Let me see when they play Arsenal. They play Arsenal on Wednesday, 9.30. God dang. Jeez, and L.A. So, yeah, they play Barcelona playing Arsenal. They should they should beat them pretty well with them not, not training anything because they've been sick. But it just goes to the point of I'm eager to see what Arteta does with, one, Declan Rice, if he plays him in the pivot, or if he plays pivot or if he plays Partey and Declan Rice, what are they going to do? You know, is Declan Rice going to be the one that goes higher up the pitch? Is Partey going to be the one that sits in the pivot, or are they just going to play as literally, literally a double pivot where Partey has shift more to the right because he's been playing a lot more right back. He came on, uh, he came on Saturday and played right back. 
are they going to, well, he moved to right back. He, he's playing in the pivot a little bit, then moved to right back once I brought Georgie on and all that. So are they, would they do a double pivot where Partey shades to the right and Declan Rice shades to the left? It's just going to be interesting to see. And, of course, Zinchenko should be back. I mean, this motherfucker never plays. Never plays. He, he's not one of my favorite players. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not a fan of Chet said they've been eating them chili dogs. Ain't no telling what the hell they mean out there in L.A., man. But the whole team is cooked, done. But the gastro inside is, is bad. So it been good, but just been what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah, everything good with us in the family, man. Hope everything going well with you and yours, too. Make sure you tap in on Saturday. We're doing a live stream for the uh, Terrence Crawford and uh, Errol Spence. Errol Spence fight on Saturday. Make sure you tap in with that, man. We're going to have a good time in a new studio, man. It's going to be fun. And once again, we recorded the first episode of the Exit One Show last night. So that will be up on Tuesday. I'm going to drop a little little teaser of the show in a, in a reel or a TikTok today. But the whole podcast will be up on Tuesday. Tuesday, July 25th. I don't know how many times it's going to take me to remember the damn date. Tuesday, July 25th. So, man, we had a hell of a time recording last night. It was really good. And I can't wait for y'all to see it. Cannot wait for y'all to see it. All right, moving on. Moving on. Mbappe. Mbappe to Al Hilal. Al Hilal. This is a team over in Saudi Arabia. They throwing that money around, boy. They throwing that money around. This is also the team that already has Ruben Neves, Malinkovic Savage, and Kaladu Kulubali in their squad. And they just submitted a bid to PSG and it was accepted for Kylian Mbappe. Saudi club accepted bid for 300 million euros. Hey, Siri, how many. How many euros is three hundred million to uh, dollars? I don't need her to say nothing. No, three hundred thirty-three million dollars just to get the rights, just to get the rights to get Kylian Mbappe, and then they're gonna turn around and pay him seven hundred million euros a year. Seven hundred million euros a year. It's just gonna be a one-year contract, so he can go to Madrid after thirteen point four million dollars a week. Check. What can we do with $13 million a week, $700 million a year? How much of that are y'all tricking? That's what I want to know. How much of the $13 million a week are y'all tricking, chat? I know how much I'm tricking. I'm tricking half of it. Half of it. Anybody can get anything they want. How much of that How much of that $700 million in a year are y'all tricking? Not just on your old lady. You can have multiple. I ain't going to say it. You can do your thing. If you have seven, you making 700 million euros a year. You can do your thing. That's crazy. Just said Real Madrid in a good position to get him on a free next summer. Yeah, that's what it, to me, that's what it looked like it always was going to be. You know, of course, they reports came out of, you know, Arsenal saying that, you know, they, they was not in Arsenal. Arsenal never said it. But there were rumors coming out of the end of the nose with Arsenal. They're saying that they were interested in them and they had, had contact with the player camp. But of course, wages would be an issue. No shit. Saudis offer him seven hundred million for a year. Wages are gonna be an issue. That's insane. Yeah, we're gonna be a layer. Might fuck around and buy layer cake. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Ten million. Yeah, we'd be able to buy layer cake. Do all the trick we want it. Man, buy buy all our favorite spots. Deja vu. All that. We'll be set. <laughs> seven hundred million a year for killing Mbappe is nuts, man. But the thing is. They'll make quite a bit of that back just in the jerseys. And that's going to be that's going to be a crazy jersey to have. Think about that. 
in 30, 40 years, or even 20 years, to have the rare Kylian Mbappe jersey of all the law that was only available for one year. Like, just imagine that. You know, how much that's going to, I ain't going to say how much that's going to be worth, but, you know, like a sort of replica item. That's like, that's like Otani, like him get trading at the deadline and going to play for the Yankees for six months. That jersey going to sell like hotcakes. Hotcakes is going to sell. You know, y'all let me know. 931-603-1476. About the 700 million a year. Killian Mbappe. What y'all doing with that 700 million a year, man? How much is that? How much y'all going to trick? How much y'all going to do in the philanthropy? Well, tricking and philanthropy, that's that's sort of under the same umbrella, depending on who you ask. You know, that all the philanthropists. Shit, there's, there's philanthropists in the hood that's, that's been tricking for years. They philanthropists, too. What's the difference? They tricking? and They're giving, giving money, you know, to a good cause. And sometimes a good cause. Sometimes it ain't. But it, it, it's in the same umbrella. What y'all doing with the $700 million a year that Kylian Mbappe has been offered from all halal? All halal. Crazy. Crazy money. But even if he went there for a year, man, like I said, that jersey is going to sell like fucking hotcakes. 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 Take a caller in. Yo, awesome. What's good? What up, Sam? What's up with you, man? Hey. Hey, is it official? Did they, did they accept the bid? Yeah. No, no yeah. It's um, official. They they accepted it. But that don't mean he got to go. Oh, man. They accepted yeah, it, but I, it's, I it's up to him. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to go through with it. I mean. You think he'll go to Saudi Arabia for a year? Yeah, I mean, you kind of if you're if you're PhD, you have you have. I mean, you really have no really have no choice. They can't lose you them know? on a free for uh, FFP reasons. That's That'll okay. fuck them in FFP. Yeah, yeah. So you you gotta take this because if you don't, you you can't let them walk for free next year. No, so, that's that's gonna show as a. If I'm not mistaken, that shows as a loss for whatever his value is. It should show as a loss on an accounting sheet. It's an yeah, asset yeah, that no. they have. That's a 200, and whatever they value him at, 200 million, 150 million, yeah. whatever he is on the market, that's a loss that they show on FFP. Right. So, man, you know what I'm saying? If you have the best player in the world, like there, and, and you got a, he's transferring out, like there's no way you let him walk for free. You can't. At any club. You can't. On any level. That's too much of a financial burden. You, you, you can't do that. That's why they're accepting anything for him. I don't think he'll go to all yeah. the law, though, to be honest. If he does, you don't if, think so? If he does, he's the ultimate mercenary, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bro, bro, he is the ultimate. <laughs> but I can't blame him, bro. Seven hundred million in a year is insane. I mean, why not though? Go make go make your little cheese. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you get to go to your dream club or not dream club. Now apparently it's Arsenal. Let, let you tell it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he's an Arsenal fan. That's all I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, get you get you some bread, get you make almost a billion in one year. In one year, and, play and, Madrid. and then Madrid's gonna turn around and pay him fucking five hundred over five. So, I mean, he's, right. he's taking, he's a, taking big a big pay cut. But yeah, if, well, I mean, go ahead. I mean, he's still making what uh, over a billion in two years. Yeah, over Crazy. a billion in two years. Fucking nuts, man. Crazy. Well, no, I, he won't make a billion in two years. He'll make eight hundred. They'll probably pay him a hundred million. But he, well, that's just in salary. That's not counting like the sponsorships right, and right, shit right. that he has. So he'll make over a billion dollars in a year. What can you yeah. even still play for at that point? That's the thing. So if you're killing no, Mbappe, right. 
you make all that money. Of course, money, I mean, money is a driver. It, I'm not going to say it corrupts players all the time, but it changes players. That's that's not, you know, that's a yeah. fact. If you right. get that much money already, and he's only 20-something years old, 24, I think, 23. What's the incentive to play? Yeah. What's the incentive to play after that? And, of course, you know, they, they always say, all oh, for the game and all that. Dude, your mind changes when you make that much money, man. Yeah, like is it you be in your in your mind, in the back of your head, like it's really worth it. <laughs> right. <laughs> is it really, really worth me risking it? You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I, I definitely hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I seen I seen Tottenham was on the uh, on the table. I said, Yeah, okay. <laughs> man, they on the table to to try and get his signature. They asking for an autograph, Tottenham is. They Yeah, yeah. They he ain't gonna sign no contract. They just want him to sign a piece of paper to get his signature. That'd be the closest thing they've had yeah. to a winner there in years. <laughs> they said close to the contract PSG. Uh the that that Saudi team, Chelsea, Man U, Tottenham, uh Inter and Barca Barca. Barca contacted him and said, We have no money, but we can offer you as many players as you want. Right, right, right. We ain't got no bread, but we can get you these players. <laughs> Cause they don't want him to go to But ain't no way he'll go to Barca because he wants to go to Madrid. So that's that's not happening. Right. And ain't no way he goes to yeah. goes to Barca for a year. And leaves on a free to Madrid. That's just to Madrid. Yeah, there's That's no insane. way that happens. No, not 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 a chance of hell. But how many players would you have to give up? You'd have to. So they would want enough players to match his, their valuation for Mbappe. I'd assume to minimize that loss. Because right. even if they take Barca's dog shit players, they're only going to be valued at like fifty million altogether. So you're still yeah. PSG still incurring a hundred and fifty million euro loss on the balance sheets. After this year, even if they get those player swaps, yeah. So yeah, that, is, uh, that don't make sense. Based on the index rating uh, for chances, uh, Tottenham has point two percent chance. Uh, the the Saudi teams leading. Uh, they got over two thirds of the vote, sixty six percent. Really, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's probably a win win scenario for both. I think that's I think that's honestly the best option because you know PSG still gets their bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't send a walk free, and he gets paid too, and it's only one year, and Madrid wins because it's a free transfer next summer. You're right. So, it, it makes all the sense in the world from for all parties. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it it's not a win for Mbappe, ultimately, because he's going to be, he's going to make all that money, and then what's he going to have to play for after that? So is I mean, it really a win for him? Uh, I mean, yeah. It's all about who he is as a person, too, but I, I think he's driven enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's still, like, you know, I, I, I still think he'll want to. So, I mean, how old, is, how old is he? He's still, like, what, 24? Young, still 24. Young. I think 24 yeah. at the most, 24. Let me see how old is Mbappe. 700. He's 24. That's So, he's yeah. still got a good yeah. seven, eight years of earning earning high high wages. You know what I mean? The highest, the cream of the right. crop wages and playing at the cream of the crop level for another eight years. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, and then you're going to come to MLS, play for Nashville. <laughs> Speaking of Nashville, man, when are we going to get Sam Surge in here, man? What's the latest on that? Hey, I heard we got him on the Southwest first oh. thing in the morning. Oh, my God, man. What's t- What the hell is <laughs> taking them so long? Oh, well, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, this is insane. I mean, so apparently, from what I did read last night, is that we're literally all, we we even up the offer. Like we're we said like you know, we had, 
we ain't playing around. We trying to we we offered up some more bread. Um, I think there's some other contract stuff that they're trying to work out. Uh, they, they said that he should be announced sometime this week, but they also said that two weeks ago. So, oh well, yeah, uh, that was said know. two weeks ago, and apparently <laughs> yeah, was, he was pictured was in Nashville at the airport with the GM two months ago. So what the right? right. I mean, they yeah. need him now. Right, you know what I'm saying? I think the Batman signal out Sam Surge at the top of the AT&T building in Nashville. He say, hey, <laughs> we need you. Man, we, but, we put an England flag on that motherfucker. Right. Because yeah, we can't no. have we can't have Bunbury leading the line no more. Yeah, Bun- it, Bunsbury. Bunsbury, looking, it can't happen, man. I'm tired of seeing him yeah, up we there. Watched, we was watching last night. He got the ball at the top of the 18. <laughs> and, and he had a wide open shot. Struck it clean. Anywhere but Straight at the keeper, <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> like a magnet to the keeper, man. This shit is crazy. Straight talk about keeper. talk about Mukhtar's impact though. As soon as he got on the pitch yesterday, though, man, that was crazy. The man came on within 10, 15 minutes, had a goal and assist. That's crazy. Insane. Crazy. Hey, you think you see MLS the cover or the uh, Apple TV covers? They said uh, uh Messi the Argentinian uh, Mukhtar. They said Messi the Argentinian Mukhtar. Yes, bro. <laughs> See that, that's that's why that's why people make fun of Americans. I'm, I'm just being I'm being honest. That's why people make fun of Americans because we hey, say give, stupid shit sometimes. Somebody <laughs> get fired over there at Apple TV. They say he's the Argentinian book Yeah. I say hey, I, I don't see no lies. They gotta he chill, got no, man. He ain't got no. Oh, well, hold on. He ain't got no MLS gold boot. He ain't got no MLS MVP. No, you right about that. He ain't got none of yeah. that yet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's crazy though. He about to be the first. About to have an MLS player win the Ballon d'Or. It's crazy. <laughs> he is. He should win the Ballon d'Or. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, I mean, don't give already. it to Holland, man. He's playing in a, a juice no, he, system. He's, he's gonna win that World Cup. Won it for him. Yeah, it so, had to, bro. It had to. Yeah, the World Cup won it for him. Because that that performance was insane in the World Cup by him. Yeah, just dragging a he, nation. He scored, he scored a goal in every game in the knockout round. Yeah, insane. And that was it's not like he got carried. That's been his biggest knock is that he he wasn't showing up yeah. in the you know the Copa the, the Copa America hey. final all them years ago when when he retired and came back he didn't he missed the penalty that yeah. game and then yeah and then he goes to the World Cup this year and carries Argentina. Granted, they had a Scaloni was really good that tournament and they had a really talented yeah. team, but they weren't dominating right. games. He yeah, he carried his weight. <laughs> yeah. He it scored like, clutch goals. Like he was along for the ride. Yeah. yeah, scored clutch goals when he needed to. Was laying off assist. Alvarez scored a good goal. Um, Messi was involved with yeah. it. You know, he pulled his weight. Like, they can't just say he got carried to a to a title yeah. like Ronaldo got carried in the Euros. You know, they uh, yeah. they oh, can't say that. Oh, that's crazy. No, oh, he did. Crazy. He wasn't even on the field to yeah, win it. Yeah, he, no, he, he ain't but, lying. But you nah. know what irritates me is all the cameras was on him because he was doing a whole bunch of shenanigans next to the coach, going like going hey. like that and going like that. Like he pisses me off with that shit, man. You, you seen him in the locker room afterwards? He says the greatest greatest moment of my life. Yeah, the yeah. fuck you didn't do nothing. <laughs> going crazy. No, but I'm yeah. gonna be pushing all kinds of fellas narratives, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a Ballon d'Or one. Oh. <laughs> best league in the world. Best league in the Western hey. Hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, they could if they really wanted to, they could have the best league in the Western Hemisphere if they really wanted to. Yes. No, hey, you see they got that photo of the relegation coming up. 
I thought USL. Uh-huh. USL was uh yeah, 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 US, yeah, USL. MLS is yeah, so they're not gonna buy into that though. Well, no, I mean it's two. Uh, I mean, one, yeah, it's, it's two different entities, leagues. ain't it? Yeah, 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 but I mean, honestly, I think if they're gonna make it work. I don't think it's going to work, but if they were to make it work, I think they need to come together. Like MLS be the top league. Yeah. USL be like, you know, the, the second league, the USL two is the third league. You know what I'm saying? They have a USL two. Yeah. USL is all the way down to grassroots. Yeah. 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 Yeah, USL has a a second league. Uh, there's a tier. I'll send it to you. There's a tier of, uh, of, uh, of, of leagues in the United States, man. That's actually a shit ton of honestly. I mean, See? some of most of them are like. Uh, That's the best but... thing that can happen to the MLS. They have to implement a relegation system, man. Soccer is not soccer work. without a relegation system, though. They've got to find a way to make it work. Do you think? Okay, so if they were to do that, and MLS uh, got involved and they they combined together, they joined they joined together, yeah, to make it work. MLS became you know the equivalent of the Premier League, yeah, not talent wise, but you know what I mean, right? Uh, do you think? That they should do away with the playoff format and just have the league title, like you know what I'm saying. They like need to make it. I would say make it a different cup, but they've already got the league cup there. Like if we if we look at the European leagues, they have. So here's a, here's what they should do. They should do away with the playoffs. Fuck the playoffs, in my opinion. Fuck the playoffs. Make it to where every game in the league matters as it should. That's what makes the the European league so much better. Is there's no playoffs. It's how you do during the year, and it all comes down to that final day. It creates suspense throughout the year and keeps every game competitive, right? right? So if the MLS kept it like that, did away with the playoffs, they need to have a North and South American continental, intercontinental cup is what they need. You know what I mean? With, you talking about like with the South, South American team? Yeah. Stuff like that? It's got to be like okay. a Champions League. It's got to be like the top three, top four MLS teams. Or maybe oh, we more. Do. We do have that. What is that called? Wait, well, I mean, it's CONCACAF. We got the CONCACAF champ, uh, Champions League. Yeah, that's what they, that's what they need. They need to pour the money into that, and then yeah, they, they need got, to. They got, and then they need to need to have the League Cup up and jumping. But the League Cup needs to be like the FA Cup for England, to where all the teams yeah. are involved. You know what I mean? Even down yeah. to like, so the the lower lower USL teams need to be doing the qualifying throughout the the offseason or however hell they do the qualifying to where the first round, like you have an MLS team, they've got it like an FA Cup, that first round, the Premier League teams, when they play a team that's in the second tier, or no, it's like the fourth tier of England, right? They go to that away yeah. stadium and they play there for that first round. So they need to have a League Cup that has at least four tiers of teams in it. I'm talking like a 100-team tournament, right? Right. It's like it's literally like the FA Cup has in England. And then that yeah. that could be the League Cup, right? And then they have the yeah. Continental Cup outside of that, the CONCACAF Champions League sort of thing. And then they have their league yeah. thing without no playoffs. I mean, to me, that's yeah, what have, Go ahead. Yeah, they have the, the the Champions League. I actually watched the final uh back in June. Yeah. With uh Leon and LAFC. Yeah, I think that, I think that, I think that's pretty cool. How many I actually really like yeah, how many MLS teams get get into that? Okay, so I'm looking at the the round of 16. I'm counting up the teams. So there's one, two, three, four, 
five. Yeah, about five. And more, and more I mean, I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at the the, the format of it and how, how it works. I think it's like the top four teams in the MLS qualify for it. Yeah. So you have to finish, but it's only regular season though. Or actually, no, 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 no. It's based off the playoff format, not the regular season. So See? as long as you make it to the semifinal, you get to the you get you get uh into the the Concacaf Champions Concacaf Champions League. And so that yeah, yeah. that's good for now with the playoffs and such. Yeah, but for sure, soccer's not meant to have fucking playoffs, man. They just need I to. Know, like, I, I think it's because it's an American American uh, format. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's we're that, so used to like a, yeah, yeah. That's that American shit. But these American, if you notice, these American sports like your basketballs, they're and MLB, they're trying to make the regular season regular season games more important because they realize there's so much fluff in the regular season. You're losing viewers throughout the regular season. It's not like yeah. the Premier League yeah. where every single weekday or match day matters. You got thirty you got thirty eight match days and every single one of the mm-hmm. motherfuckers matters. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not the case yeah, with no, the MLS I, right now. Yeah. I love I love the uh, match day thirty eight man like you got you got two teams that are Right there, and they're playing at the same time, so it's kind of really hard to tell what you know. You may need a you may need a result, so you may need a draw. Yeah, but then they score, and now you need a win to to, to clinch the title. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. exhilarating. That's that, and that's what that's what relegation one. That's what relegation yeah. creates, and also the games. Every game mattering creates it creates that deadline yeah. feeling of that last day to where. You know, you wake up, you're a fan of the team. You wake up that morning, you don't know if your team's getting relegated or not. You don't have a clue. Right. And you don't have a clue right. until the end because both teams are playing at the same time. So you're checking both games. It's just better all around, you know? Hey, I was I, I was sick, man. So two years two years ago, mm-hmm. when we were in Liverpool, Man City, it came down to the last day, final day. Yeah. Man City was, dude, I was at, uh, I was at Party Foul down there in Nashville mm-hmm. at the Liverpool uh, watch party. So uh, they were down two zero, and they kept like checking in throughout our game of of the score. They were down two zero, yeah. And then we came back and tied with the uh, uh, with the Wolves. I was turned, and then we scored. I thought Salah did it. I thought we had a Aguero moment, and then trying to find <laughs> out, man, they scored like four goals in five minutes. I'm like, man, what the? I I'm remember like, that. I would have rather just got blown out. You know what I'm saying? Instead I of going that. through that, I, I was I was hot. The motherfuckers be cheating in Chester City, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cheating, hey, boy. hey, they they got the sanctions coming. I'm telling you, they about to get that that, yeah. that title strip. They need to get hey, cooked yeah, for I'm, that. They got a hundred yeah, some over a hundred some violations. Hey, re- relegate them, send them down to champions. <laughs> send their ass down. Hey, the, you yeah. know what they would? It'll <laughs> never happen. But what would they no. do in the championship against those teams? <laughs> what would <laughs> Pep do against them guys? Oh my god. <laughs> It'd be nasty work, man. They they get their market value up. Every single one of them get their market value up playing in that league. Oh my god! Yeah, they'd have like uh, fucking eighty percent of possession, <laughs> a million <laughs> shots on goal. The other hey, team have like ten league. red cards because you know it's physical. That league one or the championship is physical, man. So they might uh, not have it as easy as as they think. Oh uh, yeah, them teams don't care. They know they don't have a chance. They right. taking out knees. Right, <laughs> they're gonna rough them up. They're gonna leave it. They're gonna leave a, a, a cleat on them, a spike on them. Yeah, we're gonna send you back up there, but we're gonna make sure you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
So that's what I think. That's a that's a good question that you had asked about what what they need to do with relegation. I think that's and I know that this is just me talking about it. And right. there's you know, there's so many hurdles uh, infrastructure wise for the MLS to be able to get this done. And I don't see them really uniting with the USL from what I've heard. It's not really the best. They don't really have a very good relationship, do they? No, not really. But hell, no, Liv didn't have a good relationship with PGA Tour, and look what happened with them. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I did not ever. <laughs> that shit came out of nowhere. It was insane. You know, hey, the money, players money didn't even know they say. But yeah, money, money—that's what money do, man. <laughs> you know, what I feel bad for is the people that that stuck up for PGA. So like exactly. So like your your <laughs> Zalatoris. He was offered, mm-hmm. I mean, a couple hundred million dollars or a hundred million dollars to go play on the live tour, stayed, mm-hmm. showed his loyalty to the PGA, and his back's fucked up now. He hasn't played all year. Yeah. You yeah, know, as, that's as, shitty. Okay. Hey, you, you you made all these players feel guilty, guilt them in the back in you. Yeah. And then just to turn and go over there anyway. Yeah, that's insane. I'll be hot. And the shit they said, they were making like nine eleven comments and shit. About the Saudis, like yeah. Monahan was and stuff, to turn around and then take yeah, the yeah. money. Where's the honor? Yeah, was yeah. yeah. I mean, it was insane. Go ahead. If you go out there and cast those stones, you know what I'm saying? You better better live by it. Stand on stand it. By it. Stand on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's insane to say that type of stuff to begin with, but right. to say that stuff and then go back on it and, you know, get into business with them is just. That's yeah. that's nasty. That's nasty work, bro. That's that's just yeah. terrible. Hey, you see what the thing won the won the uh, what the open this weekend? Brian Harmon. Yeah, they said he was playing yeah. slow as hell. He was waggling. He was he would stand over the ball and do. They had a waggle counter on his ass one time. He would do like twelve waggles. You know, waggle the club behind the ball. Look at the uh, <laughs> look at the flag. Look back at the ball. Yeah, and just kept doing that like twelve times. And I guess he was getting berated by the fans out there. I don't know if he was because he was playing slow or if it's because he's just not a fan favorite, but he was getting heckled the whole weekend and talked about it too. Oh, that's insane. You know, it's different. Yeah, I feel like it's different heckling somebody at a golf tournament versus heckling somebody at a baseball game or even a basketball game because. Like, what do you. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get heckled at a, at a golf tournament? I, I, I'm genuinely curious. Like, what do you, what do you say to somebody? Like, oh. like like for example, and I I've been to golf tournaments and I ain't never heckled nobody. But for example, it would be like when they'd hit a ball, when Harmon would hit a ball from the fairway towards the green, the guy there'd be somebody behind him or around him say, "Get in the bunker," shit like that. You know, just wishing for the ball to do do bad. Which I mean, that's that's energy. Yeah, and I I think that's where I don't know if that's where the line was drawn with what they said. They might have said even worse. You know, there's no telling. But yeah, ain't, ain't no the golf. There's no telling, bro. Yeah, he goes to the right place, he might hear the wrong thing. Yeah. So, but he was <laughs> he was getting heckled all weekend. They asked him about it, and he said, you know, he just say he was just say like a, a certain saying to himself, and that helped him get through the tournament. But that's pretty shitty, man. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, what has he done? Yeah. I don't think I ain't never heard nothing bad about Harmon of him doing anything yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah, the guy plays yeah. slow, and he waggled the ball and stood over the ball for like ten minutes before every shot. But that ain't got nothing to do with him as a person for you heckling him. You well, know? That's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can you imagine yeah. how nervous he was during the fucking tournament? I know when I'm nervous and I'm golfing at a local bullshit muni course, 
I'm waggling like that too because I'm nervous. This guy's playing on national, international TV in the Open Championship. Hey, never won a major before in his life. He's right. nervous shitting bricks. Of course you're going to do that. That's a, ner- yeah. that's a nervous tick in golf when you're standing over the ball like that, waggling, looking at the – that's a nervous tick that golfers do when you're not as confident right. as you are, you know, over the ball. That's, that's what it is. It's obvious he was nervous. Right. Ain't, ain't nothing more nervous than uh, when I'm at the, the at the golf course. <laughs> I'm opening up on on hole number one. I'm teeing off. You got the whole 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 group behind you. About two groups behind you, getting ready to start too. Getting ready, getting ready to swing, and and you miss the first three swings. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, my I'm out there beat red, embarrassed. Hey, what's what's now, more what's I, more nerve wracking? What's more nerve wracking? You sitting on the first tee, having a bunch of a bunch of people watching you, or you hitting the ball on the tee when the car girl you had just bought something from the car girl and she's looking at you. Which one's more nerve wracking? Oh. Hey, you funny you say that, man. When I went, I went a couple weekends ago down there in Murfreesboro. I went, and I will say that's more embarrassing. But car girl drive by, you know, I'm on hold like eight. I'm yeah. sweating. Hey, you sweating because it's hot or because the car girl drove by? Oh no, because because it's hot outside. It was, it was like nine degrees. I'm out there sweating. I'm teeing up. I got my I got my nine iron out. Yeah, and uh, I, I I swing. And think about it. I have my ninety fives on. I forgot to switch to my golf cleats. <laughs> so I had my 95s on. Roll my ankle, bro. In front of the car girl? In front of the car girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was down bad. My dad's over there laughing, making a bigger scene than it really was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It oh was my. I, I was down bad. At oh that moment, I, I, I turned into my villain arc and came back and won. <laughs> it motivated me. Had to. <laughs> But yeah, yeah chat, y'all let me know in the comments, what's more nerve wracking when you're golfing, when you're standing in front of the starter and the next group behind you trying to hit, or if you hitting in front of the <laughs> car girl, y'all let me know in the comments, man, what is more nerve wracking? I know it's more nerve wracking for me hitting in front of the damn car girl. That's what's more nerve wracking. <laughs> I'll top a ball and hit one into the woods in a heartbeat. <laughs> man, hey, we, we, we need to do a, we need to do a golf, uh, a golf game, a, a TFTV, TFTV golf, golf. Yeah, yeah, TFTV golf outing. Yeah. We're going to do that. Yeah, well, hey, uh, we're going to do best ball because I definitely ain't hitting more than <laughs> more than 50 yards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the, that's the thing, though. You you fuck up in front of the car, girl. It make you feel guilty. Like you got to go buy some more yeah. shit for her and tip her or some shit. Right. You know, make you feel yeah, guilty I, about fucking up, man. I don't know how that works. Yeah. She came back later in like the, the, like the, the 15th hole. Came back and asked for for if we wanted some more drinks. I was like, I, I was still embarrassed. I was getting ready to tee up. I didn't even look at her. I couldn't. I was like, I couldn't even do it. My oh dad my. over there, hey, you want something? Trying to trying to make me interact. Nope, I'm good. No, just looking down, <laughs> focus. Yeah, <laughs> man, that shit crazy. Like this shit. Sure. So if we if we're that nervous, like at the local course, how nervous do you think this dude was in front of thousands of people on TV? Broadcasted to millions at a major that he ain't never won. He ain't never won a major uh, at all. Millions of dollars on the line. You gonna be nervous, man? Uh, I'd have pissed out my leg. He better than me. <laughs> I would. I would have folded. That shit. And the thing with <laughs> golf. Tom. And the thing. The crazy thing with golf is when you're nervous, it's not like you could pass the ball to a teammate. It's not like basketball. Right. You, you you can choose not to take a shot. Yeah. It's, it's not like a pitcher you. either. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You get a pitcher, you can get taken out. You yeah. Know, then I had to tell him, 
too. You got to get yourself out of the jam. Exactly. <laughs> it's on you. you. Ain't no bullpen. Ain't no substitute. Or ain't no rotation. <laughs> it's you. Man. And you can't go nowhere. Because you're out in the middle of the At golf all. course. Man. So it's just it just puts things in perspective for people that ain't never played. Well, even for people that have played golf, these guys are in have so much pressure on them, man. It's insane. Granted, they're professionals, but still, man, that shit is nerve wracking. Just think about what Tiger did all them years, man, and how he was able to get through that. Because, you know, he had more people follow him than anybody. Yeah, he went he went crazy. Yeah. yeah he, he, he went insane. Well, he won like what? Uh, two, two or three, or he won back to back masters, didn't he? Yeah, back to back masters. He had the Tiger Slam in two thousand. Yeah, where he won all four majors. Just uh, did a did a sweep. You know, it's just insane. Yeah, he's he's elite. Hey, hey, Charlie, watch out for Charlie. Hey, man, he coming up. His I seen a video of him last week, and Charlie Woods, man, his swing gets better every time I see him. And Beautiful. he gets bigger every time I see him. Like he looks like he grows, yeah. like he gets taller by three or four inches every video I see him every like three or four months. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He be, yeah, he he gonna be one of them. I'm yeah, sorry. he's he's already he's built like how Tiger was built when he was that age. Like in the videos that yeah. you see a Tiger, tall, a little lengthy, room to grow into the frame. I just wonder what Tiger does with him. Because I wonder if Tiger has any regrets about bulking up and stuff. Because you know Tiger was really bulky in his like prime prime. He was really mm-hmm. bulky. So I wonder what he does with Charlie if he recommends him to take that same route or stay a little more limber. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's all about like filling in the right way. Because and it goes for any sport. You don't want to. You don't want to get. You don't want to add a bunch of weight all in one all at once. Yeah. Uh, you got kind of kind of let your body fill into it. Yeah. Kind of work your way into it. Otherwise, your your body because your body can only carry carry so much weight. Well, mm-hmm. so if you start tell you know me about adding it. all that, weight, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's about, it's about me, got two bad <laughs> knees now. <laughs> but but you're right though. It's it's all about and your body's got to get acclimated to whatever changes you're making, too, to your body. Yeah, you know it's the way you're moving, especially if you're moving in a space like a golf swing where everything has to be synced up and on time. If you're going through mm-hmm. body composition changes, it's going to affect your game. And especially if you yeah. get bulky, you know, it's just, of course, I'm I'm sure he'd still remain flexible when he gets bulky, but it's still, I just wonder if Tiger attributes his, the injuries that he was, that was, he was plagued with because of his composition. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he attributes it to. All right. the injuries he yeah. had. He ain't going to attribute to all the gambling and drinking he was doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The hose. Yeah, he ain't gonna attribute <laughs> it to that. But I just nah. wonder what what path he has Charlie on with that. It's interesting to see. Hopefully think not. about. Hopefully <laughs> being a good role model. Man. But um, it's hard for no, Tiger to be a good role model, man. <laughs> we go out there at a, in a golf outing, man. Hey, I, I'm gonna burn my beat up top flight. So you know what I'm saying? I know y'all probably got a, a all, all the good the Callaways. <laughs> I'm going out there with my <laughs> Uh, I got I got good clubs, but Mike Mike don't. Mike is working on getting new clothes when he oh, plays. He's trying to get. Some- yeah, but if I keep taking his money when we play, he ain't gonna be able to get no new golf clubs. So maybe I got to go a little easier <laughs> on him. <laughs> yeah, I need. I got some. I got some top flights been passed down Shit, from, from my dad. My dad get them brand new Callaways, the good ones. 
Oh, damn. I, I know he hit some motherfuckers a mile. Them new clubs, man, have you hit them far? Yeah, yeah. It's been, I used to like, you said like 1,300. I was like, God dang. Yeah. 1,300 clubs is insane. Makes a difference, though. Like, if you go from oh. the, from a really old generation club to this new technology to have, it's night and day, yeah. bro. It's crazy. Maybe smack them out the park. Yeah. Thanks. And it, and it, you yeah. can control your ball a lot better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I'm afraid. <laughs> Let me see. You plan on going to any of the Titans training camp dates? That's uh the open ones. Let me read off the open dates. I know I'll be, I'm gonna try and make it to all of them if I can. Yeah, I but can. you also have, you have remember they uh remember I was telling you like, the raffle they uh they yeah they you had a you had a bid you had a bid for it so they had like a little thing email that came out like a couple weeks ago it was like. You got to submit your name, your email, all that stuff, and then which date you you would like to apply for. I put all five dates, and I didn't get a single one. Six. So when did they come out? Six. Um, you said when did they come out? Yeah, I ain't got no emails neither. It, it got it came out uh like two weeks ago. They sent out an email to 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 everybody. No, I, um, I know I, I put my name in the hat for the lottery, but I ain't get nothing else after that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you ain't get it, you ain't get it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no fucking way. Are you serious? Dead serious, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna find a way to be able to get that damn practice. I don't give a damn what they talking about. Hey, hey, what, what, that's what we was talking about. That's what uh, you you know. Yeah. <laughs> Pull some strings. <laughs> Man, because I like to. I can go to the training camps because I, I don't go to work because you know I work in Nashville, so I can right. I can go to the the, the training camps and then go to work afterwards. So. Man, I'm finna call them. Kind of, I'm finna call them as soon as I get off this and get some damn tickets, man. That's but, some bullshit. But like, what the hell? Yeah. What, what's going on? That's some bullshit. No, I, I, yeah, I I'm trying to see my, my prized possession. I'm trying to see my boy Kyle Phillips. Put some work in. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Cup Light. <laughs> I'm hey, hey, we have a TFTV uh fantasy draft. I'm taking him first. Oh my first god. First of all. Oh my god. <laughs> you gonna take an L. <laughs> hey, I'm playing the long game. <laughs> For a keeper. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad. But yeah, man, I'm finna, sure. finna wrap this son of a gun up, man. I, I gotta call the Titans and get some damn tickets to training camp, man. This is some bullshit. Yes, sir. Yeah. All yeah, right, bro. Yeah, exit, I'll holler at you. Exit One Show coming out Tuesday. That's right. Exit One Show coming out Tuesday. Had some clips out today, man. It's a really good show we recorded last night. Yes, sir. All right, man. So, I'll catch you. All right, bro. Man. So yeah, when Titans did a raffle for the training camp. So you had to they sent out an email saying, Hey, we got these five dates. Put your name down, check the boxes that you want for these five dates. I ain't got no email from them since then. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on with that. I'm gonna give them a call. Cause we are gonna try and get get the training camp, give you all some content, some behind the scenes content for those that can't go since it's a raffle, you know. It's apparently a lot of people probably put it in if I didn't get no dates. And he didn't get no dates either. There has to be some type of some type of issue in a system. But I'm gonna call to figure out. Either way, we'll we'll find a way to be there at least one of the days to get y'all some content at training camp. Maybe try and sneak up on a player interview or something. But we'll see. But appreciate y'all joining Sports Section Morning Show, episode 11. This will be out on podcast streaming services today, and it'll be out on YouTube video tomorrow at the latest. So appreciate y'all joining. Of course. Make sure y'all subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Twitch, give us a follow on all social media at TFTV Sports, and then on Threads and Instagram, TFTV.Sports. Follow us on X at TFTV Sports.
Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good one.